afternoon and welcome everybody to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. You are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. And on the show today, I'm going to talk about that Northside Harris County softball game that Thrift Barringer and I called last night on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. The Braves get a 3-2 victory over the Mets. And we've got some high school football games coming up this weekend. Week two, I am so excited and I cannot wait. I'm going to have a condensed show because I'm going to replay the high school game day that we did on the campus of Glenwood. It was Glenwood versus Pacelli last week and it was absolutely amazing. Head coach Dusty Purdue of the boys and girls basketball teams for Glenwood was one of the guest pickers, and the helmet picker was Sports Vision's DJ Jones. So you're going to get a replay of that here on the show. But let's start out with probably one of the most fantastic finishes I ever witnessed in a high school softball game. And so Thrip Berenger and I called the Northside Harris County softball game. This was a big regular season game. Northside is the defending 5A state champions for the GHSA and Harris County finished in third place in the GHSA 5A state playoffs. This was a rivalry game between two powerhouses that are really in close proximity. They're right next to each other when it comes to the county line. Yes, Harris County is up in Hamilton, but Northside is right on the border of Harris and Muskogee County. Northside gets the 8-0 victory over Harris County thanks to a perfect game by Northside pitcher Abby Lovell. And she also hit a walk-off three-run homer to win the game with the eight-run inning rule in the bottom of the fifth inning. And that is how the Northside Lady Patriots win the ball game. It was a packed house. WRBL's Jack Patterson was there as well. And they have a feature at the softball stadium on the campus of Northside called The Rock. It's in dead center, and some of the fans like to get their folding chairs, and they like to sit on top of this rock, and they get a great view of the softball stadium. Both teams are very good, and they're going to play each other again in the regular season, and they expect to make a deep run when it's time for the state playoffs, which will be held at the South Common Softball Complex down in Columbus. Moving on to Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Braves. After losing last night to the Mets, they bounce back and they get the 3-2 victory over the New York Mets at Truitts Park as Bryce Elder picks up his 10th victory of the season. Rysel Iglesias now has 25 saves. And Marcelo Zuna did it again. Three home runs in the last two days. Braves are 81 and 44. Let's take a look at the latest standings right now because they are 12 and a half ahead of the Philadelphia Phillies. The Dodgers, who lost, they are 76 and 48. So the Braves are four and a half ahead of the Dodgers. This is the right for the number one overall seed in the National League. Home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And when we get to the World Series, right now the Atlanta Braves have the best record in Major League Baseball. The Baltimore Orioles have the best record in 
the American League. And so with baseball winding down, Atlanta Braves will play the Mets one more time, and then they will take on the San Francisco Giants for a three-game series. Just a reminder that Thrift Behringer and I will be at Kennett Stadium this Thursday night, kickoff at 7 o'clock, as the Columbus Blue Devils will take on the Jordan Red Jackets. Columbus led by head football coach Phil Marino. He is the longest-tenured head football coach in the city of Columbus. And the Jordan Red Jackets head coach Cadell Jenkins in his second year hoping to build that program up. And this is a rivalry game between two historic programs. Columbus is known for a lot of great alumni over the years to include Frank Thomas, Hall of Fame baseball player. He also played tied in at Auburn and he played high school football at Columbus. Sam Mitchell, the longtime Minnesota Timberwolf and Indiana Pacer and head coach of the Toronto Raptors. You have Josh Lester, who got the final out in the Little League World Series back in 2006. Jordan Weems, a relief pitcher for the Washington Nationals. Columbus Rapids midfielder Megan Byers, who scored the first goal in Rapids women's history. She went to Columbus, too. Oh, and I almost forgot. The Bachelorette, Charity Lawson, also went to Columbus High. A big shout-out to the Jordan Red Jackets and their athletic director, Russell Scott. And Calvary Christian's head football coach, Emmanuel Brunson, played at Jordan. And Jordan is also known for wrestling, track and field. And they're trying to build that football program up. And I believe that Coach Cadell Jenkins is the right guy to do it. I'm really looking forward to this game. And we hope that if you can't make it to Kennett Stadium, that you can watch the live stream on Georgia Alabama Sports Live's Facebook page and YouTube channel. We do have college football this weekend. It's technically week zero. Fanes are going to kick off with 13th ranked Notre Dame taking on Navy in Dublin, Ireland, 2.30 p.m. on NBC. Notre Dame has a new quarterback, Sam Hartman, and they're looking to have a good season. UTEP taking on Jacksonville State. Welcome to Conference USA. Jacksonville State Gamecocks, who've had some surprising shockers over the years, including a win over Ole Miss, will open their FBS season in the Conference USA. UMass is taking on New Mexico State, a tune-up game before UMass gets ready for Auburn in Week 2. Ohio taking on San Diego State, the only SEC matchup. In fact, it's on the SEC network, Hawaii and Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt has got a stadium where some of the seats will not be ready till next year. You got San Jose State taking on USC, and I cannot wait to see Caleb Williams. This will be the primetime game. Yes, it's on the Pac-12 network at 8 p.m. There's no college game day. There's no ESPN primetime game. There's no ABC primetime game. I do see on the schedule a game on ESPN, but it's UMass and New Mexico State. And then on the CBS Sports Network, it is Florida International taking on Louisiana Tech. And I got to say, and I'm going to be an advocate for this because I hope this happens in the future. Josh Pate works for 24-7 Sports, which is also affiliated with CBS Sports. I would love to see him as a game day analyst on the CBS Sports Network. I think that he would be great. 
But don't forget that his Late Kick podcast, this is when you really want to listen to his Late Kick podcast, especially with college football coming out. He's got a show Sunday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night, and he's got his Once Upon a Saturday tour as he is going to Salt Lake City as Florida taking on Utah. And the Pate State store is just around the corner. I cannot wait. You know what? After the League's Cup concluded, the Major League Soccer regular season started back up again. Atlanta United gets the 2-0 victory over the Seattle Sounders thanks to two goals by Georgios Gigomakos in the 11th minute and the 65th minute. This did happen on Sunday. I'm just recapping it now. Atlanta United is now 10-8-7. I know that the League's Cup with Inter-Miami and Lionel Messi, that really took precedence for about a month. Atlanta right now is tied with Nashville SC. Remember, Nashville SC made it to the League's Cup final against Inter-Miami, and Inter-Miami still has the worst record in all of Major League Soccer, but I believe that is about to change. That's how big of an impact Lionel Messi has made in Major League Soccer. And even though that game against Charlotte FC was canceled, I think Lionel Messi is going to completely dominate and enter Miami is going to sneak in to the playoffs. I'm calling it. Lionel Messi is going to lead enter Miami into the playoffs. Hey, WNBA news. The Atlanta Dream fell to the Las Vegas Aces 112-100, to but that was not the story. The Las Vegas Aces center, Asia Wilson, ties the WNBA record with a career-high 53 points. And yes, the Atlanta Dream was shorthanded. The Las Vegas Aces go to 29-4 and as they are trying to go back-to-back in the WNBA. Hey, Oregon State has a new quarterback. They just named their starter. It is the former Clemson starter, DJ Uyangalele. Oregon State, one of the top teams in the Pac-12. When it's all said and done, they are the best team left in the Pac-4. What are they going to do? They feel disrespected. No conference has reached out to Oregon State saying, yeah, we'll take you. But they had a pretty good season last year, and I feel that Oregon State has been disrespected. And I just want to say a happy Happy birthday yesterday to Sister Jean. She turned 104. She was the good luck charm for Loyola Chicago's run to the Final Four in 2018. It was absolutely incredible. And then, you know, she started attending games when Loyola Chicago was making the tournament, and they had another deep run in the NCAA tournament. That's what Loyola Chicago did, and... Just a happy birthday to Sister Jean. We got some big rivalry games in high school football this weekend, including East Coeta taking on Noonan. Then you have Northgate playing against Stars Mill. But high school football, I cannot believe that it is here. Week two, I'm going to preview that on Friday. It is going to be incredible. So many games, including the Heritage Bowl. It's going to be live streamed on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Thrip Barringer and DJ Jones at A.J. McClung Memorial Stadium. Myself and Rick Beach from Kutsu Sports is going to be 
up in Hamilton, Georgia, calling the Russell County-Harris County game. But don't forget that you can catch Thrift and I on Thursday as Jordan will host the Columbus Blue Devils. All right, it is time for us to take a break. But when we come back, I am going to air High School Game Day, the show live at Glenwood as it was the opener last week. Glenwood versus Pacelli. Glenwood ended up winning the game. They got a big game this week going up against Brookstone. But it was a lot of fun, a lot of game analysts breaking down the games for week one. I hope you enjoy it. On tomorrow's show, I'm going to air the Georgia-Alabama Sports Live scoreboard show that Thrift Behringer and I do on Sunday nights. And then on Friday, we are going to recap the Jordan-Columbus game and preview week two in high school football. You don't want to go anywhere. It's a sports beat. We'll be right back with a quick break. Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home, offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services, plus specific services like bed bugs, German roach, and flea control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control, repair, bond, best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control, 34 Jefferson Street, Newton, 770-954-9941. It's the best in sports and entertainment. And get locked in and locked down with Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with your host, me, Ryan O'Neill, each and every morning, right here with the best in sports and entertainment, all the way from professional sports to college sports to River Dragons hockey and everything in between, including some of the very best local and national guests. It's the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on 99.1 FM WQEE. After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. <sighs> Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Tune in each Sunday morning right here on WQEE 99.1 FM for the key for help from a high with Bishop Daniel Hardaway Sr. of Redemptive Life Worship Center at 9 a.m. Hear the word of God and soak it in. You can join us for our live Sunday service at 10 o'clock a.m. till 12.30 p.m. at Redemptive Life Worship Center at 2265 Highway 54 in Marlin, Georgia. Have a blessed week. What's going on everyone? Thrift Behringer here and we are excited for the inaugural high school game day and we're live on location here at the Glenwood School and the number one Gators 
are taking on the number one Pacelli Vikings. Glenwood coming in as a preseason number one team in the AISA, that's Alabama. Pacelli coming in as a preseason number one team in the GIAA, that's Georgia. Pacelli was the defending state champions. Glenwood was state runner-up last year. Two elite programs, two great coaches. But Richard, football's back. And I'm so glad we're actually having a pre-game show unlike any other around here. High school game day right here at Glenwood. Thrift, we finally made it to the first week of high school football. All the anticipation, all the preparation, it is finally here. And I couldn't think of a better place to have high school game day right here at the Swamp. Just a great atmosphere here at Glenwood. Glenwood and Pacelli, wow. You can't ask for a better matchup. You can't ask for a better matchup at all. So, brief history about the Glenwood Gators. They, the school started in the early 70s and it has been a school for now going on 50 years. 50, 50 years. years last year. So this will be year number 51. They have won state championships. We're actually at the baseball state championship monument and around us here on the turf is all the different state championships. They got 23. Um, they won their 23rd this past year which is pretty incredible feat for this um, school. So Glenwood, one of the top programs in the AISA, private school around this area. I'm actually an alumni of here. Um, I went here all four years of my high school career, and I've enjoyed seeing this school continue to flourish, um, even going back to the days that I was here as a student, to now seem, still being one of the top private schools around the area. But Richard, what are some of the other great facts you found out about Glenwood, including their football history? Well, Glenwood started as a football program back in 1970. They won state championships in 1978, 91, and 92. And so it's been a while, it's been over 30 years that they have won a state championship. But they've gotten close. Yep. Uh, they've gotten to the championship game in, in the last couple of years. Uh, in fact, last year, they actually played Lee Scott Academy very close. They lost the game 35 to 21. Uh, but if you saw how dominant Lee Scott Academy was last year, Glenwood, in the two times that Glenwood played Lee Scott, they were very close. They came the closest to beating Lee Scott. And, and I tell you, Coach Nelson's got a great team this year for the 2023 season. And so I'm going to allude and what you were just talking about. They haven't won a state championship in over 30 years, but they've made to multiple state championships. They made it in 2011. They made it multiple times under head coach Jason Gibson over the last five or six seasons. And then again last year with Ryan Nelson. So they won a basketball state championship last year. They won a baseball state championship. Coach Drew has got many of those in basketball. Coach Fanning, he's got nine of his own in baseball. But the one thing that this school covets more than anything is getting that illustrial football state championship. And they haven't done it in a long time. And they're thinking this year is the best Glenwood team they've had and they filled it in a long time. And that's saying something because they've had some excellent players come through here and excellent, excellent teams over the last 10 to 15 seasons. Richard, what are some of the things you're interested in seeing with the Glenwood team heading into this year? I would like to see the development of Dallas Crow. He was a starter last year. He was a dual threat quarterback. He was second on the team in rushing to JT Banks, who is now at Lane College. He had over 800 yards rushing and he threw for 26 touchdowns. Wow. He was able to throw the football in the air and when the pocket collapsed, he could roll to the right. He can get out of trouble and he can make plays with his legs, but he has lost some weapons. I mean, he, Aaron Burton yep. is no longer here. JT Banks, yep. uh, they do have some uh, players that are stepping in and I'm looking forward to seeing the development of Dallas Crow and I think that he is going to have a great season just looking at what he did last year I had the privilege of calling several games for Glenwood and I was very impressed 
with how Dallas Crow could throw the ball down the field. When he has a clean pocket, he could air it out with the best of them. Yes, he can. He's an extremely uh, good athlete that can dual threat, as you talked about. He can make plays with his legs. He obviously can make plays with his arm. Coach Delson really, truly believes in him. He is the leader of this team. And you know what, Richard, looking at this Glenwood roster, there's 65 players on it. Now, I'm going back to when I played back in the 2010-2011 range. And, Richard, we had, you know, 30, 40 kids. You know, one of my friends, Judson Humphreys, he's going to come in on the show. He is one of our sponsors, Zaxby's. We're doing a special thing, 25% off on Zaxby's um, tomorrow at the Phoenix City location and Ladonia location. I'm going to give you the code when he joins in with me. But he played here, and he will attest to this. We had a good roster. We had 30, 40 kids. We were proud of that. We thought that was a lot. 65? That's pretty much unheard of, especially for a private school. So they got a lot of depth, and that's one thing Coach Jones for Pacelli, that's what worried him the most is the depth that Glenwood has, especially on the offensive and defensive line. So we got a mega matchup, number one versus number one. I am excited about these Gators and Vikings, and now we're going to transition to the Pacelli Vikings. Dwight Jones. He's coached about every school in the Tri-City area. He's coached at Harris County. He's coached at Russell County. He's coached at Hardaway. I'm going to leave off some schools, but now he is at Pacelli, and he has turned that program that not about five or six years ago, just like the basketball program with Corey Black, they were like 2-8, and 0-10, oh morbid program. And now he has them as one of the best private schools, not only in the area, but in the state of Georgia as well. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with them. Coach Jones' team went 9-1 in the regular season last year, made it to the state championship. What are some things that you see with this Pacelli team coming in this year? Well, this is a very young Pacelli team. I mean, they had a major experience last year with Cam Ellis. He is graduated. You have uh, Jalen Turner. He's also graduated as well. But you've got a, a new quarterback. You talked about him. Uh, you have AZ Justy. He is going to be the top wide receiver for the Pacelli Vikings. Yep. But you and look at Brown, who is a junior. Yeah. He is going to be the starting quarterback for Dwight Jones' Pacelli Vikings. Who You talked about them winning a GIAA championship. It was a very low-scoring game. Yep. It was at Five Star Stadium in Macon. They defeated Stratford Academy 10-0. But let's talk about the game, the semifinal game, where Cam Ellis had like a fourth and forever, yeah. and he, he ended up putting the cape on, and he was able to, to really break the hearts of uh, Brookstone Cougar fans. And uh, Cam Ellis, who's, he's been hanging around. I mean, he, he's helping out with the St. Mark basketball camp. Yep. And, you know, he's a very proud of Pacelli Viking. And this is really two incredible fan bases that are here at the Swamp. And I expect Pacelli fans to make the trip and pack that visitor's side of the bleachers. No doubt about it. Just like we saw last year, Glenwood represented themselves very well. I mean, we're talking about a 20-minute drive right over the bridge. I'm expecting the same thing for the Pacelli Vikings. I'm going to talk about that run when I was actually on the field with Brookstone. Fourth and 23, Cam Ellis was dead to rights, looks like he was about to be sacked, and made an unbelievable play all the way to the one-yard line. They score the next play, and then... They end up beating Brooks on to head to the state championship. But like you talked about, they lost Cam Ellis. They lost Jordan. They lost their elite running back, Jalen Turner. But teams like Pacelli, like Glenwood, they don't rebuild. 
they reload. Absolutely. And they're going to be reloading. Now, one of the things Coach Jones talked about is who's going to be the leader for this team. They lost a lot of leadership, and that's one of the things that worries Coach Jones heading into the season when we did an interview with him earlier in the week. Um, Christian Brown was a sophomore last year. He didn't get much playing time on the football team. He was a really good player, backup guard for the basketball team. He's talented. He's athletic, but he doesn't have a lot of experience. And heading into a matchup like the one we're seeing tonight, hostile environment here at the Swamp, that's asking a lot for a first-year starter. But Coach Jones believes in him. His coaching staff believes in him. And I think they got him prepared for, again, should be a great matchup against Glenwood. AZ Jussie, he's six foot three. The guy is a phenomenal athlete. I remember seeing him uh, during the basketball game. He was dunking out the wazoo. He's also a great wide receiver as well. Yeah, he can exactly. catch the ball all over the field. When you see him, I think Randy Moss, a T.O., a possession-type receiver, the guys that are big and physical. So this Pacelli team's got athletes, and they got skill players. The question is, can Christian Brown get it to them in time, and can the offensive line that had to replace a lot of starters, can they keep him upright? Can they protect him? A lot of questions heading in this game. But Coach uh, Jones said he had a really good offseason developing them, and I expect them to be ready. So, Richard, any other final thoughts before we head on to our next thing here on the Georgia-Alabama Sports Live High School Game Day Show? Well, Pacelli, like you mentioned, is a very young team. But AZ Justy, last year with four touchdowns, he had 380 reception, uh, receiving yards. Yeah. And I, I think that he is going to be the playmaker. Just throw the ball up and down with the football. Yeah. And on the side of Glenwood, really – it's gonna start with the offensive line. Whoever controls the line of scrimmage should have a good night tonight. I completely agree. And before we have our next guest on, I do want you to give a quick recap because you were bugging me last night. We gotta recap the two games that happened last <laughs> night. I was like, all right, Richard, I will make time to recap LaGrange versus Carver Atlanta game. And then Chambers coaches uh, here at Glenwood. He's the coach at Chambers. They were playing Lee Scott, the defending state champion for AISA. What happened in those two games, Richard? Well, let's start with Chambers and Lee Scott. Lee Scott, uh, it was a defensive battle. They were up 14 to nothing in the beginning of the game. Uh, Chambers Academy did put up a touchdown. Lee Scott wins the game 14, improving, and they went toe-to-toe with a, I don't know if it's a rebuilding team by Buster Daniel, their head coach of the Lee Scott Academy Warriors. Right. But also, a big shout-out to the Lee Scott Academy Network. Jacob Goings, the play-by-play -play announcer, did a phenomenal job on the broadcast. I was able to watch the game on the Lee Scott Network. Now let's move over to Callaway well, Stadium. Before you do that, oh, yeah. Chambers is only a 1A school. So That's true. Just like in the GIAA, there's 1A, 2A, and 3A. Same thing for the AISA, there's 1A, 2A, and 3A. So they're a 1A school. They're much smaller than Lee Scott. The fact they kept it close, that's a testament to Coach Jason Allen and his staff. Unbelievable. And I thought that Chambers Academy, which Glenwood will play for the season finale. Now let's go over to LaGrange, taking on Carver of Atlanta, one of the top teams in 3A at Callaway Stadium. LaGrange had the 7-0 lead. You know, they lost 28-12, but that it was more much closer than that. Yeah. They were down 14-12. They were about to punch it in to take the lead. The running back fumbles. Carver of Atlanta, scoop and score to the house, 97 yards. And then they capped it off on a pick six. Wow. And so they won it 28-12. But it was a great game, and hats off to the LaGrange Grangers and head coach Matt Napier for really a valiant effort against one of the top teams in 3A. Exactly right. So thank you, Richard, for that recap. All right, time to bring my next guest on. And this guy is a longtime friend of mine. 
He also is feeding the entire GASL, Georgia Alabama Sports Live staff. It is my good friend Judson Humphreys from Zaxby's. Judson, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. I'm so glad you're here too, Judson. So, a couple things. First things first, you played here at Glenwood. Talk about your experiences, what Glenwood means to you, and then also talk about why you wanted to sponsor the live streams and high school athletics around the area. Well, athletes are a big deal here for sure, but for me, um, Glenwood is family. I mean, I met my wife here. My three kids go here now. Right. My brother went here. Right. My mom coached here. You know, I mean, so for me, I bleed orange and white, my whole family. And so <laughs> I, I still think we only Scott, you know, all those kind of things. So um, there's no doubt I'm passionate about it. And that's one of those things where, from the Zaxby side of things, giving back to the community, you know, you're, you've been my friend since high school and giving back to you when I can and trying to help out my, my you know, school, being an alumni, doing right. everything I can with all that. So it's really what it's all about for me. Yeah, and I appreciate that, uh, Justin. I love the support. You see this awesome platter right here, and that's the next thing I'm going to ask, Judson. This is a tailgate platter you're not going to get anywhere else. So football season upon us. You got high school football on Friday. You got college football on Saturday. You got NFL on Sunday. That's three days. You're going to have to feed people, and there's not a better place to feed people than Zaxby's. So talk about all the tailgating um, stuff that y'all have for people that want to be able to have you um, – I can't even think of the word right now. Come yeah. and cater, yeah, cater their, their events. <laughs> well, okay, so we have a pretty big catering menu. It doesn't get used as often as you know it probably should. Right. Um, but we have a lot of great options to um, really feed a bunch of people for a relatively you know fair price. And the good news is too, you can get stuff like what's shown here is the Zampler, where you can get fingers and wings. You can also do it with boneless wings. Uh, we have you know uh, our salad bars which are you know for those people who want to eat a little healthier which that's not really what college game day and all that's about but everybody but, loves a sensation salad come on now yeah well that just keeps coming and going you know said lto <laughs> and it, they always get mad at me when it's gone and um kind of like the mcgrib at mcdonald's and then right you know, just keeps coming back but, right um but no we got tons of good catering options chips is something that is really that's what i like to tell people about because it holds really good feeds a big crowd it comes with the same season and salt awesome. that's on our fries and um, that's something that really is just underplayed, in my opinion. But we have a lot of great options. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're always here. We have online ordering, and we have an app now. Um, that started, and it's it's really going good. You can get discounts through it, things like that. Um, so, yeah, just order ahead or call ahead, and we'll have it ready for you. Speaking of discounts, I'm about to give you the discount code to do something that I think is really special tomorrow with Zaxby's. And we want you to support all Zaxby's, but specifically the one in Phoenix City and Ladonia. That's where my friend Judson, he's in charge of those two. And those two locations, only those two, so if you go to the Columbus one or anywhere else, they're not going to do this discount. It's only those two locations. You get 25% off all day tomorrow, anything on the menu. And that's, that's right, right. Yeah, Judson. The, the, and we made that clear. It's the whole order. So if you order five Big Zax snacks, it'll be 25% off the entire the entire order, whatever you get. Nice. So. It's going to be the discount code, GAS Live. That's all you got to say. Gas Live. I, I would prefer you not to say Gas Live. I prefer <laughs> you to say GAS Live. Right, that's right. But either way, you say that at either one of those locations, Zaxby's going to hook you up with 25% off. I'll also be live tomorrow giving that discount code again, GAS Live, and go to those two locations, get 25% off your order. Justin, anything else before we let you go? No, I just appreciate you having me on. I'm really glad to see a couple of alumni here back supporting the Swamp and uh, 
being here, and all I got to say is go Gators tonight. Go Gators, and thank you so much, Judson, and make sure to support Zaxby's Kicking Chicken Sandwich, one of my favorite things on the menu. Thank you, Judson. Thanks, Justin. All right, my next guest, I'm going to bring him on. He's my partner in crime. He's my radio guy. He's given me so many opportunities. It's none other than Mr. D. Jay Jones of Sports Vision. DJ, how are you? I'm wonderful, man. How are you? I'm doing excellent. I'm going to mic you up real okay. quick. All right. We're going to do a quick interview. I know, Richard, I'm going to let you ask some questions, too. DJ, first things first, thank you so much for coming on our inaugural show. You're going to be the helmet gear picker. He's going to be the one. So if he doesn't pick your school, don't take it up with me. Take it up with DJ. Uh, but listen, you can hear this Sports Business Radio Show every Monday and Thursday, 92.1 Smooth R&B. Let me tell you some of the guests we've had on. Ronnie Brown on Monday. Quincy Carter, Ronnie Brown, legendary player at Auburn. Quincy Carter, legendary player at Georgia. These are some of the few great guests. Charles Oakley, legendary player in the NBA. But DJ, Sports Visions is more than that, and I'm going to let you tell the story of what is Sports Visions. Well, Sports Visions is a creation of uh, a dream, really, of my longtime buddy and partner, Dale Williams. We started almost 20 years ago, back in 2004. And uh, we wanted to basically just, uh, you know, give these young athletes, student athletes and coaches an opportunity to be recognized and celebrated. Right. And, you know, it started with the television show and then obviously uh, we created the awards luncheons, which was the football, which is the longest running now, 16 years. Yep. We also wanted to take care of the female athletes because they're just as much a part of, of the system as anybody. And we're working on our ninth year with uh, honoring those young ladies. Awesome. And of course, uh, you know, this year we're looking to do even more because there's a lot of opportunities. You know, we've done a lot, but you know, I tell you all the time, there's so much more we can do. Yep, and we're growing. And again, you can listen to the show, 92.1 Smooth R&B and the Sports Visions Facebook page as well. All right, DJ. You talked about many of the events that we have and we do. You mentioned the football awards luncheon, but I think that's something that we really need to hit home on right now. For those who don't know, it's going on 16 years, and I want to let you, who of all some of the coaches that you've had come and speak at this wonderful event? Let me see if I can get this in in about 30 seconds, man. <laughs> Obviously, we started at the Hilton Garden Inn with about 155, 160 uh, people, seats. Again, and uh, you know what? A few years in, Nick Saban, uh, was our was our guest and you know we had to get out of that little spot and that's when we moved downtown to the uh to the great uh 400 500 seater with of course st luke ministry center but nick saban has been here three times kirby smart has been here twice of course we started in the very beginning with some of my uh, former teammates and some of my buddies you know the jeremiah castillos of the world the, the steve wallaces the brinson buckners right uh you know it, it's those those were the guys who started but one thing that people really don't know, Mark Rick was the first college coach that wanted to be a part of it because he was recruiting the area. He understood how rich and talented uh, that this area was, right. and that's where it, it blossomed because you know how coaches are. They're always trying to one-up each other, <laughs> and Mark Rick started it off, and here we are now in year 16, and uh, really, we don't, we don't get any no's. Anybody we call, they want to come. Exactly. You talked about Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, and these players that may not have an opportunity to ever be near a Nick Saban or a Kirby Smart or a Mark Rick or a Gus Malzahn or a Dabo Sweeney. They get that here. So at the end of the season, that's when we uh, uh, congratulate and give awards to all the great teams, all the great coaches and players around the area. That's coming up in December. So make sure to tune in to Sports Visions so you can hear how you can tune in and how you can be a sponsor and a part of, the, of that great football awards lunch and last thing we're going to talk about dj is you do a tour with morehouse school of medicine and our pick'em is powered by morehouse school of medicine this live is presented by zaxby's 
and Sports Visions. So talk about the tour. You went around to many different high schools around the area, talked to the players and coaches, and motivated them for the upcoming season. You know, everybody always hear about the accolades. And, you know, you won championships. I've won a few SEC championships, a national championship. But, you know, what people want to think that it's, you know, it's, it's something that can't be, you know, attained. And, and I, want, and I want those kids to understand it's simple. Right. You know, first of all, you have to be a good person. And I, and I basically, they, they want to hear about all the great players I played with, the Herschel Walkers and the Walter Paytons that played against it. You know what? But I don't go there. I, I stay right here. I talk about home. I talk about our neighborhood. I talk about where I'm from, where I grew up, the same schools, the same playgrounds, the same recreation centers that their kid, those kids are playing at now right. and their parents. So that meant that, you know, from this community, they could possibly achieve. So I want to, I want them to be good, good people first and first and foremost. And then you also had Morehouse come and they were able, Ms. Chandra, to talk about the opioid addiction that happens. And for those who don't know, that's when you take painkillers and stuff and the kids get addicted to it. And that is a problem it, more than you realize. And she was doing a really good job showing the kids of what to look out for so they don't have that type of problem. Absolutely. Again, a, a tremendous partner. And again, to go in and to educate these kids. And we take real life subjects in and, and put it in front of them because this is this is what they're, they're going through right now. And you'll be surprised at how many kids are up and familiar with it because, you know, if they if they are not involved, they got their family members, their teammates, somebody that they know is, is, is affected by these opioids. And we just try to go in and talk about, the, you know, the, the awareness and, and the measures of staying away and what to do if you have a situation. Exactly right. All right, I'm going to take this from me real quick. We're actually having to share mics. If you see us passing around, we're, we're about to do our Morehouse School of Medicine high school pick em, and we're going to bring on our special guest picker, a good friend of mine and my high school basketball coach, Coach Dusty Purdue. Come on in, Coach Dusty Purdue, the head basketball girls and boys. He's a crazy person. He wants to be the girls JV and varsity and boys JV and varsity coach. He's always busy and he's also the PA announcer for the football team. Coach Purdue, how are you? Doing great. This thing's fixing to pick up. I yeah. just want you to know, I am excited to be here. I, uh, first time you've been on the campus doing this. Yep. We're with legends. I'm sitting here with two guys that know what they're talking about. I couldn't be more excited about being here today. Me either, Coach. All right, let's give a little background history for those who don't know. You got a dad who's a legendary coach around this area, Bubba Ball. He coached at a lot of high schools around here, won state championships. Talk about what it means for football season around this area, how big of a deal it is, and what it meant to you seeing someone like him be successful. Well, uh, let's talk about that guy next to you because I got to see him play in high school when I was a ball boy for Coach Ball at Shaw <laughs> High School uh, down at Memorial Stadium. Uh, if I remember correctly, number 17. Absolutely. If I remember that correctly, uh, and it's, uh, Herman Archie on that team. Yes. Um, bring, I'm getting chills just talking about it. My dad, uh, I spent some time playing uh, for him and was the ball boy for him, watching legends like this, Nate Odoms, those guys at Carver. Uh, it just it means a lot. Football season means a lot. I don't coach football anymore, and I did for eight or nine years. But uh, my thing is now, I'm here. I'm the voice of on Friday nights for the Gators here at the Swamp. And uh, we're excited about having y'all here. We're excited about the opportunity for y'all to get to call this game. Two really good programs, very well coached, going head-to-head -to -head tonight. And, uh, you know, Coach Ball, you know, passed away about four or five years ago. Uh, he would have been 101 this past birthday that he had. But uh, his legend still lives on. Uh, I'm not going to mention him without mentioning the lady of his life that's my mother, Got who's also a legend. And she's probably watching right now, so if we don't mention the other legend, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. So there's two Coach Balls in my life, 
and uh, they're both very, very strong. And uh, I'm just a second-generation coach, and I hope I'm just a chip off the block of them. And so you see that big rock on his finger. This is a <laughs> I guy. had to wear that. Oh, tonight. no doubt about it. <laughs> I had to wear that tonight. He just won a state championship. He's won multiple state championships at Glenwood. He's the greatest Glenwood basketball coach in the history oh, of the school. That's saying a lot. Uh, it is saying a lot, but there's no doubt about that, Coach Purdue. Thank you. All for right. That. And also, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I didn't even mention, if you want to be able to watch the, watch the live stream, we're going to be live on our Facebook page, George Alabama Sports Live, and our YouTube channel. Well, there's two of your friends who are related to me that are watching right now. It's the Ball Boys. <laughs> They're watching Austin and Alex, my two little brothers. I want to send a shout-out to them. Shout-out to Austin and Alex. Love them. <laughs> Love our playing days together as well. All right, without further ado, that's why everybody's tuning in. We're going to do our pick em. And without further ado, the first game is a game that is really close to my man right here, DJ Jones. He played at Carver. The Carver Tigers went all the way to the Elite Eight last year, DJ. They're 9-3. and three. They're taking on Hardaway, who got a new coach. Where are you going? Obviously, uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I Are you kidding? I love Coach McKenzie, and again, I, I'm, I'm glad he's here for the first time, first year with Hardaway, but they're going to get killed tonight by, by Carver. I think so, too. I'm going to take Carver in a, in a landslide. I think Coach McKenzie's doing the right thing, but when you're taking on a juggernaut like Carver, that's asking a lot. What are some of the things you're looking forward to tonight, Richard? I really am looking forward to the development of freshman quarterback for Hardaway, uh, Robbie Gary. I think that he is going to have a – great game and I think that Carver is just one of those teams that just to continue reloading I mean yes they lost Novell Dean they lost Jamari Riley they lost Kelton Smith they're all playing at the next level but they've got a special team coach Pierre Coffey in his second year it's looking look out I mean Carver it, it could I know last year it was close in the first half I mean it it could be really a blowout like you mentioned DJ well I've been to On the Hill. <laughs> I've played on the field uh, that named after Coach McGee now. They've yes, renamed yeah. it. Uh, played JV there, and uh, it wasn't fun. And, uh, <laughs> hey, I've seen uh, Coach McKenzie's new helmets with the new uh, the new logo on the side. Like with the duck feather. But that's not going to get it done for him tonight. Uh, I'm taking Carver big. Yep. We're all, so that's four for Carver right there. All right, next one. And I'm Richard. I'll let you pick this one first. We got Northside. We got Columbus. You called that Northside game. They made it to the playoffs last year. Went ten and two. Won the region for the first time in a long time. Coach Orpays is having to replace a lot of seniors, but I still think they got a really good program. I think they're going to be a good team still in five A this year. They take on Columbus. Who you got? You got to think of the quarterback battle here between Caden Clay and Robert Hartford of Columbus. This is a rivalry game. Northside. They're going to feel like not having Malachi Hosley is going to be big. But like you mentioned at Media Days, let Caden Clay cook. <laughs> I think Northside wins big. All right, DJ, what do you got? Northside and Columbus. Just the fact that it's a 5A school, and obviously Coach Orpesa has a tremendous program. But uh, going up against, uh, again, a, a very uh, courageous Columbus High School team. But I think that will be another big victory for Northside. And I'm glad you mentioned that courageous coach Phil Marino. He had health problems last year. He came back better than ever. He is the longest tenured coach around the area. Shout out to him at Columbus High, but I'm with you. I think Northside's too much. Coach Purdue. Let me give you a little history lesson. <laughs> Phil Marino. Prayers out to him, by the way. Yep. Both boys went to Glenwood. Did not know that. Yes, sir. Both <laughs> of them played over here. Uh, coach Orpesa, I think second year, right? Yep. Young coach. Um, don't go against the Patriots tonight. I'm taking Northside 
maybe two touchdowns. I'm hoping that we're all going to be picking different teams right now because we're all on the same page. Next one, I'm going to let Coach Renew pick this one. It's the school he went to. It's the Shaw Raiders, and they got a new guy, Johnny Gardner. He is related to the great Charles Flowers. They're coming in last year, 4-7, and seven, revamped offense. A lot of momentum heading with this Shaw team. They take on Marion County, who went 2-9 and nine last year. What are your Raiders doing? Quit taking away my information. <laughs> Coach Garner met him. I knew him as a kid is related to the legend who's like a big brother big father to me coach flowers was really good with my dad and my mom um i'm excited about the silver and black sort of coming back a little bit yep. he's got a ways to go but i think he's turned some heads uh he's been on tv a couple of times doing some documentaries and stuff i cannot go against the silver and black <laughs> uh i'm gonna take shaw raiders big oh you gotta add the big in there too i'm coach. taking the big <laughs> richard I think what Coach Garner has is something special. He's really taken over a program that made the playoffs last year. They went four and seven, and he's just carrying the legacy of, of what Shaw U is, what we're trying to get back to the early 2000s. I think that Coach Garner, he's got a great team. Now they go to Buena Vista. It's a hostile environment. They got a good fan base down there, Marion County and Buena Vista. But Shaw, I saw them in their, uh, their jamboree, and uh, they looked pretty good. And they're going to continue to throw the football down the field. I like Shaw in this game on the road in a hostile environment. DJ, you got to talk to the Shaw Raiders. What do you think about this team? You think they're going to win big? And how excited are you about Coach Gardner? Well, Marion County is coming in with a lot of tradition and a lot of uh, uh, you know a lot of great history. But that's not going to help him tonight. I think Johnny Gardner in his first year with the Raiders again. I think he's on on, on path and on on slate to turn this program around and go back to the Shaw Raiders of old. That's four Shaw Raiders right there. Next one, the Kendrick Cherokees, team that went 1-9 last year. They got new coach Robert Martin in his second season. It's a rebuilding project. I think he's got the team on the right path. They play Seminole County. They're 4-7. and seven. They're a really good team, DJ, and they're playing at Seminole County. I'm going to say Kendrick loses this game, but a close one. What about you? I'm going to go with the home team. I mean, you know what? I don't know a whole lot about Seminole County, but I know what? I'm just going with the home team. <laughs> <laughs> I like that answer, DJ. Richard? I'm calling the upset. I'm a believer in what Coach Martin is doing with the Kendrick Cherokees. I think that they're in the right path, not to the point of the 92 team led by running back Del McGee that won the state title, but I we talked about Kendrick improving I see them getting the upset on the road tonight against Seminole County. Who'd you say the coach was at Kendrick? Robert Martin. Let me give you some more history. Okay. From Griffin High School. Yep. Coach with our coach Ryan Nelson for a year at Griffin High School before Ryan took this job. Wow. I'm going to go with Coach Griffin. I'm going with the Kendrick <laughs> Cherokees just because of his relationship with Coach Nelson. So we got two Cherokees. We got two Seminole County. We want Kendrick to win, but we just think that's a little too much on the road. Next one, Harris County. I call them the sleeping giant. They're a 5A school. If they ever get it right, the talent's there. They have a potential to be a great team. DJ, they take on a juggernaut, <laughs> Troop County, Teo Todd. He's a highlight film. On the road, team that went all the way to semifinals, Harris County at Troop County. Where you going? I'm going with the Sports Visions Player of the Year, Tao Todd, and the Troop <laughs> County team. Yeah, I'm taking the same one. I think Troop County is going to be way too much. It's going to probably be ugly at, at the second half. But shout out to Coach Tommy Watson. Troop County is a juggernaut. They are a competitor for a state title in 4A. Tao Todd is a human highlight film. And not, not just Tao Todd. They have some top recruits, according to Rivals.com, with Qua Birdsong and Noah Dixon. And they're playing at Callaway Stadium. Harris County is improved. I like Levi Watson as a quarterback. 
But I think that Troop County is going to win and win big. Tanner Glisson, the head coach at Troop County, saw him play at Manchester back in the day for my nephew, Jeremy Williams. And uh, I know they are really, really good. Love the name. Teo Todd. Yes. Great name. Great <laughs> player. I'm taking Troop big. <laughs> Next one, Greenville. Went 2-7 last year, and they take on Spencer at the Otis Spencer Stadium. Spencer went 10-3. They got a really good program with Gary Gaither, one of the top quarterbacks in the state. Spencer versus Greenville. Where are you going, DJ? I'm going with the Greenways, a high-powered offense. Again, you mentioned Gaither. He's going to throw it up. He'll probably throw for two, 300 yards tonight and a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing, too. Coach Kekko's got these boys rolling, heading in hot after last year's region championship. I've got the Spencer Greenwave and future Two A player of the year, Gary Gaither. He's in his third year, and he's got a great team. And Coach Kegler, I think that Spencer ends up being the favorites to win the regions. And Greenville, that's a tough task. They're a team in in one A Division One. And big shout out to Greenville, home of NBA two time NBA champion Contavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah, it's just that in football, it's a little tougher, especially going in a hostile environment. Otis Spencer and Thrift. I got to say, is this the first time in Columbus history that all three high school stadiums are going to be in action tonight? Uh, I think so. I don't know if it happened last year because the school, the, the stadium opened in October, exactly. but that would be a pretty cool thing. Right. Uh, Spencer's really, really good. Coach Kegler does a great job. I'm going to take Spencer also because I looked on Max Preps today. Greenville's only dressing 15 to 18 players oh, somewhere in this hot out here. Yeah. <laughs> they wear down in the third quarter if it's even close. Spencer. Big. Big. Coach Purdue, everybody's big right now with these picks. I love it. All right, we got two more or one more before the matchup that everybody's looking forward to. We got Calvary versus Cherokee. Calvary Christian's got a new coach, Emmanuel Brudson. We've had him on the Sports Vision Radio Show. We believe in him, but they're a young team, and they take on the defending state champions in Gaps, Cherokee, on the road. Where are you going, DJ? I'll tell you what. Uh, I know that uh, the Cherokee is tough, but I'm going with the home team. Okay. I'm going I'm to kick the bucket a little bit. I'm going with the home team. I'm going to go with a Calvary uh, Christian Knights. I think they're going to keep it close. And I'm going to pick the upset just because I love Brunson. It's probably not going to happen, but I'm going to go on a limb anyway. Calvary beats Cherokee. I'm going with the upset, too. Calvary Christian is going to go on the road and beat the defending Gaps champion, Cherokee Christian. I'm a believer in what Coach Brunson is doing at Calvary. Yes, they, they are going to miss the running back, Jaden Mason. I mean, he was all-world last year. They did finish 6-6. Six and six, But what – Coach Brunson has done. What he does best is developing these players, and I think that they can compete with any team in the gaps, including the defending champions. So I'm picking the Knights in an upset. We get to announce who wins these picks, right? Oh, yeah. You're announcing who I'm going to keep up with these. I'm supposed to pick the local team. It's a school that you coached at, by the way. Correct. Started there. Yeah. But I'm going with Cherokee because I'm trying to win this thing because I want you to say my name next week. So I know, that, and I looked them up, they scored a lot of points last year, Cherokee yep. did, a lot of points. The, when they played last year, Calvary and Cherokee, it was like 51-27. Yeah. So Calvary was in the game. But I'm trying to win, so I'm taking Cherokee. All right, we're finally here. It's the matchup of all matchups, the preseason GIAA team, San Ampicelli Vikings, defending state champions, taking on the preseason number one AISA team in Alabama, state runner-up last year. The Glenwood Gators should be a great matchup. Richard, you're on the call in the game. We're going to follow the ESPN rule where you can't pick the game you're calling. So give us some inside key uh, points uh, for the game you're looking forward to. Right, the keys of the game, let's start with Glenwood. Uh, Dallas Crow, if he has a clean pocket, he could throw the ball down the field. 
But which receiver is going to step up for the Glenwood Gators? I mean, Aaron Burton is no longer there. A Jackson Milam, great punt returner last year. The McCrane brothers. He's got to find a weapon to go down the field. They're going to miss JT Banks. Who's going to carry the workload in the backfield? As for Pacelli, Brown coming in as a junior quarterback, he has got big shoes to fill with Cam Ellis leaving. But Pacelli is a very young team. If they can get to Dallas Crow, force some turnovers in this hostile environment, although I think this is going to feel like a neutral field, you're going to have probably just as much fans of Pacelli as Glenwood. So I don't think home crowd is going to be a factor. So that's the key to whoever can control the line of scrimmage and force turnovers. That's who's going to win the game. I hope all the fans out there, because they're going to make it hostile. Richard Holger said that, not Rick Berenger. All right, Coach Brew, we know where you're going, but why do you think they're going to win? Well, let's talk a little bit. There's a lot of history in this game that, you know, uh, we only started playing them last year. It was yep. the first time. But this is our second year. The coach graduated from Glenwood at Pacelli. Dwight Jones played here and coached here. So there's a lot of history here. Uh, I like where our team is right now. We returned Dallas Crow, who was a big part of the game last year. Uh, don't worry about his arm. You better worry about his legs because he can run the football too. Uh, you want to know what wide receiver we're going to throw to? He's number 12. His name's Mason McCrane. You may have heard that name before because he won me a basketball game last year to get me to the state championship. He's about 6'6", and him and AZ are going to match up against each other. There's a, another 6'6 on the other side, so that's going to be a great matchup all night. I think that's going to be something to watch. What's going to happen is – their defense is really good. Pacelli's defense is really good. Can we move the football is going to be the question. They don't have Tim Tebow anymore. He's playing in Chattanooga playing basketball. So they don't have him anymore. So they're breaking in a new quarterback. I hope we get to. Not so fast, my friend. Oh, look at that. Not so First fast. First one. Take the chomp, the Gators, by two touchdowns. Oh, I love it. All right. We're finally here. We got a not so fast, my friend. I love the reference, Coach Renew, to Cleet Corso. All right. DJ Jones, without further ado, number one versus number one. Give me your insight. Where you where you going? Well, both teams have uh, tremendous coaches. Coach Jones uh, with Pacelli and Coach Nelson with the Gators. Uh, I tell you, man, it's uh, it's a tough choice, and I know both teams uh, are number one in the state of Alabama and, and of course Georgia. Uh, but when you talk about uh, this Pacelli team, I tell you, man, it's uh, they lost a lot of firepower. But my choice <laughs> for winning tonight will be. The Gators. Look, he's, he's, <laughs> look at that. Oh, he's going to try, try to put the helmet on. Look, he's going to try to put it on. Look at that. <laughs> DJ Jones loving it. Picks the Gators. Thank you to Judson Updrees and Zaxby, CJ Jones, the Sports Visions coach, Dusty Purdue. Make sure to tune in tonight. Thank you all so much. And we love everyone that supports Georgia, Alabama Sports Live from Third Baron to Richard Olders, Dusty Purdue, DJ Jones. We're signing off. It's Glenwood versus Pacelli coming up in about an hour and a half. Zombie Pig Barbecue is award-winning barbecue and is a staple in Columbus. Located at 6201 Veterans Parkway, Suite B in Columbus, and owners David and Anthony want to give you top-quality barbecue in a family-friendly environment. All meats are served with their signature sauces like sweet, spicy, mustard, and white. Try a sampler platter today. Call 706-662-0941 to place a takeout or catering order today. Zombie Pig Barbecue. Walk in a crawling, always sweet and juicy you are listening to the sports beat with richard holdridge broadcasted on wqee 99.1 fm the key from 2 to 3 p.m 
Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.